Thunder podcast. Today I've got a special guest in, uh, Don Thornton, who is known throughout the industry as the short sale guy. He's uh, been in the industry for around 20 years, so we've got him in today to talk about short sales, to educate us about short sales and basically bust any myths um, that people uh, have got misconceptions about short sales. So um, welcome, Don. I really appreciate you coming on. And I'll just start with, um, I'll get you to introduce yourself. And what I'll get you to do is just tell us a bit about your background, how you got into it, and then how you've got to this point um, to where we are today. Well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, like you said, my name is Don Thornton. My shtick, my my brand is Don the Short Sale Guy. Uh, just because I was a weirdo in the sense that when I got into real estate investing, I got into it specifically for short sales. Uh, most people nowadays, they want to get into wholesaling or you know, maybe subject to, but for me, I, I wasn't interested in that at all. In fact, I never really did it that much in my entire career. The reason is because the idea that you can take an asset, well, it's not even an asset, it's a liability, a house with that, where the homeowner owes more than what the property is worth. There's no value to most real estate investors, right? So the idea that you could take this and just with your skill and negotiations, create a 20, 30, 40, $50,000 spread, you know, and make money on it. It was just like, it was mind blowing to me that this was, this was the most brilliant way to invest that I had ever heard of. And to this day, I still think it's the best investment you can do. So that's what, that's, that's what got me involved in real estate investing. Now it took me a while you know, you don't learn this thing overnight. In fact, it took me like two years before I got my first uh, deal. But when I did, it went it went big so uh, i love short sales but that's how i got into it so and when you got into it like you said you learned the ropes and that one of the things is mm -hmm. there's not very many people that do it is there and there's not very many people no. that do it well so no they don't yeah so there's a lot of hacks out let's put it that yeah. way yeah so it's a bit of a niche market and um that's what i find i interview a lot of people on the podcast that have actually carved out a niche market and actually become an expert in that niche market. And that's what you've done and, and been able to do for 20 years. Now, the big mm -hmm. question is, Don, is for the layman's like myself, you know, everyone sort of, you know, know, has heard about a short sale. They believe they sort of understand it. But can you go through sort of the, the in a nutshell, from start to finish of how a short sale actually looks um, from, from when you get yeah. it to when you finish up? Absolutely. Well, first, the first thing people understand, sometimes people think that a short sale means a foreclosure and actually it doesn't in fact we have done short sales on properties that are not in foreclosure all that matters is that the house that the homeowner owes more than what the property is worth and that a short sale negotiation has to be done with the bank to allow the property to be sold at the as-is price and any mortgage amount that was is unpaid at closing will be written off and forgiven by the bank. So that is the only thing about a short sale that really matters. Whether the homeowner is distressed or not is immaterial. It has to be upside down. That's what people need to understand. Because they think, oh, well, it's not in foreclosure. doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but the bank has, it's, it's their game, their rules. And over the last 20 years, I've seen them make it much more complicated than it used to be. Uh, when I got started, 
my gosh, I was a one man show and I did everything. Of course, I was working 16 hours a day, but I I acquired the properties. I you know negotiated them myself. I, mean, I did have a real estate agent because you have to have an agent uh, listing the property. But for the most part, I just did everything myself and, and it was great. Uh, nowadays, I have a team because you can't do it on your own anymore like you used to. But fundamentally speaking, a short sale is where the bank and the buyer negotiate to see what the as-is value is. Now, their agenda is to get it as high as possible because they want to limit their loss because they're going to be they're going to be writing off tens and thousand dollars worth of of money they lent to this homeowner. My agenda as a buyer is I want to get it as low as possible. I want to create equity because that's my profit. So, you know, they're they're they tend to kind of want to come in high. I want to come in low. But I also understand that these banks aren't stupid and they're not going to just give away the store you know, they used to, but not anymore. So uh, nowadays you have to be very smart, but you have, it's, it's all about that. That one key component is what is the, as is value according to the bank. And my job as an investor, my team's in, in uh, job as the negotiators is to convince the, the bank and whoever owns the, the mortgage, because it's not, you know, the servicing company is the one that sends the bills, but somewhere a pension fund, a hedge fund, maybe Fannie or Freddie owns it, maybe, uh, you know, another bank, uh, doesn't matter. Whoever owns it's the one that signs off on it. But the that negotiator who works for the servicing company, that's the one you got to get on your side. And we've done very well with that. But everything else, I mean, I, I try to tell people, a monkey could do the actual short sale process in and of itself. I mean, it's very simple. You get, you list a property with a real estate agent. A real estate agent finds a buyer. Uh, they take a contract with a buyer. The contract acceptance uh, triggers the bank to do an appraisal of the property. They will come back and say, we determined this is the amount of money that we want to settle. This is the price. And then whatever you do, at some point, the bank is going to say, this is our number. And then if the buyer agrees, that's fine. They, they, they submit for approval. The bank issues a short sale approval letter that contains the terms for the homeowner, who the buyer is, how, um, how long until it has to close, with, whether there's going to be any, any mortgage amount uh, paid off or not, a deficiency judgment, is there any tax implication. That, that's all done in the approval letter. And then within 30 days, you close. It's, a, it's just a tra transaction like that. That is what a short sale process is. Anybody can do that, really, if you think about it. But the issue is the value. And that's, you know, to use the cliche, that's where the, you separate the men from the boys when it comes to if you're a, you can do a short sale or not. And what usually happens, and this is why so many real estate agents hate them and, and investors run away you know, in fright because they don't want to be involved with them. The problem is, is that when you, when the bank comes back high and they always come back high on their first appraisal, they don't know what, they don't know how to do a value dispute. They don't know how to get them off that number and down. And so realtors, they get that initial high offer and they throw it out there at the bank's price and it sits and it sits and it sits and they get a contract in for 20,000 and they don't, they don't back it up. 
and it sits and it sits and then it goes to foreclosure auction. They've had it listed for nine months. They've dealt with the homeowner and trying to get their financials. They dealt with buyers, agents and so forth. They say, I don't want to do this anymore. Short sales are terrible. I don't want to work, you know, because you don't know how to do them. That's the problem. And so we figured it out. And and listen, I would say in the last three, we've tried to, we've had to change our, our MO three, three or four times. Because change something we have and and um that's what we do so and so so to do them you'd have to be a good negotiator and you've got to understand the whole negotiating process that's that that would be important it's not like you say for the faint-hearted you've got to actually be a good negotiator and you've got to have a bit of tenacity yeah so you have to you have to really say right and this sorry go ahead no no i was just i was just the, sort of from what i got from that don that um go you've ahead. got to be a good negotiator and it's not for the faint-hearted and you've got to stick at it you, you've got to understand that you know that process that they're going to come in high you've got to try and get them down so it's not just uh i'll throw out an offer and if they don't accept it that's it you've got to stick at it and you've got to understand the negotiation process Right. I mean, they have to, you have to understand that it's not just a matter of throwing low comps back at them and then maybe a few estimates, you know, um, that somehow you're going to get $50,000 discount if you throw some estimates at them and, and, and some low comps. It doesn't work that way. It's much more complicated, but they, that's the, I would say that's probably the, the average idea in most investors' I, uh, minds is that, okay, if I just, if I send some uh, contractor estimates and we're good, it's like, no, it's not good. That was good 18 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah, you could do that. It's, it's not like that. Like and That's that's the biggest frustration I have with investors and, and other realtors because I, I do actively try to set up referral sources and have people refer us to our company. And, and they say, oh, well, you know, I used to do short sales during the Great Recession. And, and I'll go back to that. If I have to, I'll go back to that. It's like, because it ain't like it was back then <laughs> it's totally different but you know they're stuck in yeah. they had their experience i think every, nothing changes right well it changes it's the most it's one of the most dynamic niches i've ever been in in my life because it changes all the time and you have it's like yeah it's it's like you're you're on you're in a kayak in a, in a fast boat, and it, you're you're constantly having to make changes and because you don't want to hit that boulder well it's the same way in short sales but you know you just can't sit there and say well i kayaked once about 20 years ago and i'll just jump in and i'll go ahead and you know meanwhile the river has completely changed its direction in the meantime what you think was a safe route is no longer safe dangerous you know that's an analogy i come up with because um you know it's a you know they they will change their guidelines they will change what they're taking what they're not taking all the time you have to be nimble and turn on a dime and figure stuff out it's it's that's why i love it so much because it's so challenging because you're yourself against this other person this other entity right and they're trying to stop you from making money okay and you're trying to win and it's such a it's the ultimate uh game i guess if you want to call it that because um that's that's what makes it so much fun you know so anyway for me and, and look people getting into it along your journey what do you see as their biggest mistake that they make? I mean, you, you, you just stand back from a distance and go, or 
I honestly, honestly, I would say is that if I was a new newer investor, I wouldn't even try. And I, I don't mean that because I fear competition, which I don't. I'm just being compassionate and telling you it's much harder than you think. And here's what I don't like. And this is what I'm starting to see, with, especially in the wholesaler um, area, is I, I, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups for investors. And I saw this one wholesaler talking about how, oh, yeah, I got, I'm doing my first short sale and, you know, I'm going to do this. And, yeah, I'm just I got my estimates ready to go and, and I got my comps. So this should be easy. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, what about the homeowner? This You've convinced this homeowner that you know what you're doing. And you're going to keep this person out of foreclosure. You're con If you fail, you are condemning that homeowner to seven years minimum of not being able to, to qualify for a, a conventional mortgage. And, and, and it's a horrible damage to your credit to have a foreclosure auction on your record. But they're treating it like they treat like a whole like like even with the wholesale game where you you convince a homeowner to take a contract with X amount of money and you want to come in and you want to find a buyer that that at a higher amount. Well, I have issues with that business model anyway because you know you're, I don't think you're being you're not you're not fully disclosing what you're doing. Number one, but let's just put that aside for right now. That it's even more serious in a, in a in a in a foreclosure situation because you get one shot usually at a short sale. And if you're just playing around and you don't know what you're doing, I mean, literally, they could sue you. You know, the the homeowner could sue you. So you, you better be careful, you know, about trying to all of a sudden say, I'm going to try short sales now. You're playing with people's lives. So I would say you're much smarter to do a joint venture with someone like myself, my company that knows how to do them. And that way you don't have to sit there and try to you could possibly ruin people's financial lives uh, because you're trying to learn on the fly. Yeah, well, that, that's what I was going to ask you, because, um, you know, my Facebook groups, um, you know, about uh, networking, about collaborating and about JVing. So with something um, that is as complex as this, you know, as in you need to have experience, you, you, like you said, it's very serious. I was going to ask you, you know, mm -hmm. do you do you coach people on this do you jv with people on this do you have a system in place that people can um yes. bring short sales yes. to you i mean what's the setup there yes uh i would say that the the biggest difference i that differentiates me from people the few people in the industry that do short sales is you're never going to see me trying to sell a course okay uh because i think it's somewhat borderline dishonest to try to sell a course because that course is not going to let no matter i'll be honest with you i did a course i put a course together uh a couple years ago when the pandemic hit and they shut they shut the foreclosures down and i was like okay now what do i do maybe i'll do a course or whatever and i wrote it it's a big long honking course videos the whole nine yards and it's like you know what i don't feel comfortable selling this uh because it's not it does, you know, if, if I sell this to you, you're not going to go out there and, and be successful at it because there's just so many nuances to it that I can't teach that. Okay. But there are people out there that will charge you $7,500 or, or $10,000 or whatever. They're going to charge you for a, a short sale course. And it will give you what I just described earlier, the monkey part of it, the monkey thing where you just shuffle paper from here to here. But it's not going to teach you how to get deep discounts that you need to be as an investor to make money, to be able to flip or be able to you know, turn. So I felt like that wasn't something that I would I wanted to do. So 
my direction is different. I say, look, I don't want to teach you anything. I'm not going to teach you anything. I also don't charge you for anything, but you can come on my team and you can get access to all of my training and, and, and most importantly, get access to me. You get access to, I do two, two Zoom trainings a, a, a week and we talk about this and we talk about scripts and we talk about how to deal with homeowners and so forth. I believe that the, that the best business model out there is to lift people up help them become better investors, help them find distressed center, sellers, how to be able to talk to them, how to get them to say yes, and then bring them to me for my and my short sale team. And we'll, we will go ahead and we will create, we'll do what we do best, our highest and best use. And then we sign a joint venture agreement and then, you know, we divvy up at closing. That's the best model, I believe. And for wholesalers, it's perfect because, or any other investors for that matter, subject to investors, you know, you're cutting yourself off from a huge income stream by ignoring the upside down homeowners. So now when you come upon those, you have a bit, you have a second income stream. You have a, you have a way to monetize that where you don't right now. And instead of trying to just sit there and break your head, trying to figure out how to do short sales and, and, you know, jeopardize what happens to the homeowner, like I said, it's just simple. Now you bring them to us and we'll do that and we'll join venture and we'll teach you how to brand yourself as a short sale expert online. And that way you can start, you can become a magnet for referrals and just move them over to us. And then we can do it. And that way you're, you're basically creating an, an, even a third income stream now that way. So that's, how, that's what I would do. That's what I do. That's what I'm offering. And, and from a service point of view too, like if you're going out there, and you're trying to be a career investor, you've got different strategies, you've got wholesaling subject to, um, you, you know, creative finance and all that. Um, you know, like you said, if, you, if, if you're coming from the approach that you're trying to solve people's problems, you're trying to help them out of a situation, um, the missing pieces are probably having a realtor that you can refer to and probably a short sales because like you said, most people would get on PropStream and look at the equity, what equity have we got? Oh, it's got a minus, and there's and they just freak out and run away from it. So, what you're saying is, yeah. bring it across to me. Make you know, make someone that does short sales a part of your team, so that you've got an extra. Yes. You've got sort of six gears here. You can change gears depending on what the property is telling you that it needs. And it's pretty obvious that if it's got the zero, uh, it's got the minus and the, and you know, and it's it's underwater. That you need someone like yourself that's a short sales specialist. And like you said, it opens a whole dimension doesn't it it means that you can offer uh, people when you're when you're talking to them another outlet rather mm -hmm. than just saying oh no i can't help you see her and it just um adds right. to your credibility so you know that that's a really good point like like you said it, to me it just sounds very complex that if you're going to start from scratch now it's going to take you a lot of years of trial and error and then the biggest loser would be the the homeowner that goes into foreclosure and and you let them down, and that's not yep. a good business model, is it? It's not a good business model to make commitments. You better, you better, you better have concrete uh, disclosures and uh, legal documents to, to protect yourself. Even then, they, even then, they might they might help you in case that homeowner wants to sue. So you got to be really careful about that. And another thing, Don, you. Um, you know, this is your this is your business. You've been doing it for years, but you've actually you have got you you've got a YouTube channel. I'll actually I'll actually pop it up on the screen. I've got it here on the screen. So you've got a 
YouTube channel. So, you know, you've obviously got a lot of videos and you've got a bit of a library there. Um, are there other topics in there, like there's short sales? Is there other, other topics? Because obviously it will lead into other areas as well. The early, my earlier videos are, are a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, diverse. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I really believe that short sales are coming back big time in, you know, in, next, in 2022. So I use my YouTube channel not only to, you know, attract followers right now, I'm looking for to be a resource for like i said real estate agents for other investors and for homeowners and so i know that you know there's you have social media like facebook uh instagram TikTok, you know twitter youtube is different because it's a search engine okay and so i just i did a uh i spent a couple three hours a, a few weeks ago just researching keywords having to do with short sales and I came up with 336 different keywords on YouTube that are searched for quite often. But have to do a short sale, different topics within the short sale niche. And so I decided because I want to position myself now as the as the leading person, I'm I want to dominate the, those keywords. I'm going to focus the next six months on putting every a video for every single keyword. So. My YouTube strategy right now is much more niche in the sense that it's just short sales. But my earlier stuff is much, you know, I talk about different strategies and so forth. But because that's the biggest priority right now is to be ready for the, the, for the, the people starting to come and looking for information on short sales, homeowners and so on and so forth. I want to be ready. So that's why I started doing this, you know, two months ago. And, oh, by the way, everybody that comes on my team I teach you exactly how to do it as well. So that way you can, you know, our team can dominate the YouTube field. And I also give you a podcast for free that uh, the same thing. So you can, you can, you can put all of this content out there and that way people will find you and see you. And that's what, that's, what's uh, brilliant about uh, uh, the way you can, you can, we can merge technology where, you know, one video I make becomes a YouTube video that the audio becomes my podcast, the transcript becomes my blog, right? And I put my YouTube link on my vlog. Now one video, one video has, I've created four different types of content. And now I just have to chop them up into pieces. And I can put them on YouTube. I'm just on YouTube, uh, Facebook and Instagram, TikTok and Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And then that's, you're building your brand that way. And you're just using one original piece of content for seven, eight minutes. You know, yeah, so. like you said, you've got the uh, podcast as well, and like you said, your blogs and everything. So, so someone like yeah, me, yeah. a layman that goes, oh, I'd like to add that to my tool belt so that I can help people out. I can offer that yeah. service because people are in, a, in yeah. a lot of pain at that point and they need help. And you sort of go, oh, I don't want to just leave them in the lurch. I'll, so you could either refer them across to you. You could um, jump on. You know, I mean, your probably advice for someone like me would probably be jump on, familiarize yourself with your content, understand how it all works, and then come and reach out and don't just let those leads yeah. go in the, in the rubbish bin. Come and bring them to me and work with me and I can sort of teach a little bit more along the way as well. So, um, and even like a, I mean, I'm not sure, have you got a referral system too where people can just bring your leads? They go, look, I don't really want to get involved, but I'd like to bring you the leads so that yes. you help the yep. person, um, you know, yes. and we can sort of, 
um, cross pollinate. You know, I mean, like I'm bringing you stuff, and if you've got something that you can't yes, work, with, you bring it across to me. So um, you've yeah. got that sort of system in place as well, and you know, but, yeah, you'll be you'll be a better investor if you if you learn how to become how to brand yourself. But if you just want to have a second income stream. Not a problem. Just give us the, sh- you know, all you have to do is, 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 de- is determine two things with the homeowner. Are they upside down and do they want to sell? And that's the only thing you have to figure out. And at that point in time, all you have to do is say, let me get my partner, Don, on the phone. He, he's, he's an expert in short sales, been doing it for 20 years. I'll have him go over everything with you about what, how this works and so forth. I will literally myself, I will get on the phone with them and I will close them. And we'll get them in the pipeline, and you and I will sign a joint venture agreement. That's if that's all you want to do. You just want to have a second income stream. Send as many as you want. We'll handle. It. Yeah, and that's very similar to. Like, we'll talk, say, from a wholesaler's point of view. They've they've got when something is a creative finance deal, they've got a go to person. Now they can have a short sale yeah. person. Um, they can, you know, yep. have, they might have a realtor that they just said, look, this is an on market deal. I'll, I'll refer it across to my realtor. So you're starting to build a really good team. You've got a bit of a power team that you can just not offer a, a cash offer and throw it in the bin if it doesn't work. You can actually work with other people. So this is where the industry is heading now, isn't it? A lot more collaboration than there used to be. And to have that mindset to to be actually yep. out there to help the person that's in the distress, that's the industry you're in, um, to, distress sellers. So, yeah, no, it's a, it sounds really good. And um, what's the best way for people to reach you? Is, is, it, is it to go um via you know is is there is there a best way to connect with you you know what just uh every platform it's all don the short sell guy you know twitter yeah. uh instagram uh tiktok you know facebook just reach out to me i'm there i'm all over the place and yeah. leave me a comment if you go you watch yeah. any of my videos if you go down to the description you're gonna see of a website or investors so just click on it and reach out to me send me a message and we can talk absolutely yeah i did notice i did notice um when i looked online yeah you're on twitter you're on everything so you're probably one of the most contactable guys i noticed that you're on sort of all the social media stuff plus you got the youtube plus you got the Mm -hmm. podcast so yeah um it'd be you know i'd advise people to reach out to you because i you know like I spoke to you earlier and I, I said that I know people that are thinking of this, that they want to have someone that does short sales because the way the market's heading now, there's going to be a huge influx of short sales coming in. So if they can connect with you, um, you're helping them. You're helping the home, homeowner who's in trouble. You're working with someone that's been in the business for 20 years um, and, mm-hmm. you know, you're strengthening the tool belt in your business. So, yeah, it's just a... A bit of a no-brainer, I guess, is is to actually, um, yeah, to, to have every every avenue covered. So if a lead comes in, um, and you don't specialise in it, you can sort of partner up and collaborate with someone that's, you know, an expert in the field like yourself. So um, no, that's, that's I refer that's, I refer I refer out a bunch of subject to deals that I don't want, and I have a go-to person for that. That person gets all my subject twos that 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 really don't have the interest for me. But buying whole people want them, so I take it. They, you know, he gives me some, he gives me a little bit of money, and I'm happy. And it's the same principle, right? Because I don't want to, I don't want to specialize in subject to deals. I'll do some if I, if I'm, you know, if it's if it works for me. But 
70 percent of the time i just refer them out and that's what this is we want to be your go-to company to refer your short sales to you know people who are upside down and i quite often talk about you know with COVID, the thing that changed when COVID hit was things blew up virtually all around the country people mm -hmm. are starting to go out of their own market and they're starting to go virtually are you are you set up are you looking to go across you know the, the whole country are you doing deals all over the place yes. now? well you know it's interesting because before covid hit i was ready to i was ready to launch to new, in new jersey i was going to expand my business from florida to new jersey and then the wall came down they, they you know the moratorium for foreclosures but one thing i just want to say before i answer that question is that i hear a lot of people say that well this market's too hot and you know there's the short sales aren't going to be there i would remind everybody that in february of 2020 that was the last month we had before the moratorium and the market was still very very good at that time uh personally my company in florida alone took in 24 short sales in a month and that was in a hot market right mm -hmm. so don't think that oh if the market's good you're not going to find short sales they're there it's just people don't look for them very often you know but they're always there and if you just ask the question do you owe more than what the house is worth or do you have equity and if you just add that little script to your repertoire you will open up so many more leads and in, an income source for yourself when they come back and say no i don't have any income i don't, don't have any equity and then you can say oh wow yeah but but going back to the the online thing, yes, we we expanded expanded into New Jersey this month. We already got our first short sale. We're excited about that. We're signing that person up um, this week on this weekend, and we are now downloading all of the foreclosure filings in New Jersey. We are doing the same thing now in South Carolina. In the next three months, we are going to be doing this in let's say South Carolina, New Jersey. Uh, Connecticut, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois. Basically, if it's a judicial state where the foreclosures go through the courts, we're going to be there. And so we are doing this all virtually. So why not, right? I mean, if it's there, take it. And that's where I guess where the whole collaboration comes in. If people are yes. on the ground in the market, you can work with them in any market across the U.S., mm -hmm. Um, so that, yes. you know, that's probably a recommendation if, if people want to add this to their business and they're, they're in a market, reach out to you and say, listen, I'd love to work with you in this market and, and do something mm -hmm. together and, and JV or, or, or do something together. So, so yeah, you're starting to expand. And, and obviously, like, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, the foreclosures and it's, it's sort of been kicked along a bit. But, you, you, you know, you'd see what's happening from the inside. You know, we're pretty close to it getting to a point where it can't be kicked down the road anymore. So it's sort of D-Day, isn't it, coming into 2022? Yeah. Um, you know, for short sales, for foreclosures and all that sort of stuff, it's it's sort of here. They can't sort of delay it any longer. So now's the time to probably act, isn't it? If you're going to look at getting into this sort of stuff, you need to you need to do it now. Yeah, you need to get educated. You need to, like I said, I mean, if, if you want to come work on my team, we can educate you and get you ready to go so you know what to say when you find those types of people uh, who are in that, in that situation. Uh, if not, if you just come upon them in your normal scope of business, that's that's fine too. But, um, you know, the, the challenge I have with people having misconceptions about how this works is they think that short sales are only 
when the market crashed, like in 2008. But I'll remind you that I'm on my second boom, okay? Uh, I got this gray beard here. You know, I, I, I didn't have any gray when I first started. But I started short sales when the market here in Florida was was red hot. I mean, it was really hot. I was still doing short, short sales, you know? And then the crash happened. And I made millions doing short sales, you know, and then the market started, you know, getting better and better. And then the last few years, it's been hot again. I'm still doing short sales, still making money on them. You know, they're always going to be there. Think about this. How many people buy with FHA, USDA or VA, which are nearly 100 percent financing? Two of them are 100 percent financing. OK, so and when you have people who have been purchasing property you know, the over over list price and so forth, you know, life continues to happen here, right? People lose their jobs. People get divorced. People get sick. You know, life happens. Those people are always going to be there. That is a huge section of homeowners in this country that don't have any equity. And when life happens, they have to sell and they can only do that with a short sale. So reorient yourself a little bit differently and look at look at the look at this market from a holistic point of view. I think that sometimes wholesalers in general, they get too focused on the high equity. And you can make you can make a really nice living, even if you just joint venture with me, just on, on think about that huge chunk of market that's not being serviced. And now you can. Yeah, you make a great point. Like super hot market, um, but you still there's still a, a demand out there for short sales, even in a one of the hottest yeah. markets, you know, in decades. And also because COVID hit. So there was a lot of people, even though the market's hot, they lost their job. They couldn't work. They couldn't do this. Yeah. So then the, the debt got, they couldn't pay their mortgages. And so it, it's a unique situation, isn't it? So like you said, even in a super hot market, people, life happens to you. So there's always going to be these yep. around. And, and I do know that I've spoke to people that are in creative finance and that, and they've boomed in the hot market as well. A lot of people say, oh, you can't do it in a hot market. You've got to wait till the market goes. But very similar. They say exactly the same thing as you're saying is business as usual. I've done I've done really well. So that that's a misconception. Mm -hmm. That's a misconception that you, you can't do yep. these things in a hot market. Well, that's not true. Life happens to people in any market. And COVID was an unexpected thing, phenomena that come. And... I think a lot of people would probably end up, you know, facing foreclosure because of that circumstance. So, yeah, that's a great point for people to remember that don't, you know, don't follow misconceptions. Talk to the people that are in the trenches and find out the truth. So, mm -hmm. um, I just before before we um, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to ask you, like, can you give us like a, a, a typical scenario of say a deal that you've done? Like, you know, you've probably got one that you remember. I mean, you probably got a great one, and you probably got one that went sight. You know, have you got any? Maybe one in the middle, just to illustrate to people how the process you had to go through, and if there was a hiccup with the bank. Well, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one that that was one of the most challenging we had was in Sarasota. We we closed it. Um, of, I don't know about three or four months ago. This one took us almost a year, and the reason why is because the homeowner got a. Uh, from the got a uh, homeowner's assistance, uh, what's the word I mean for, uh, down payment assistance through the county, okay? 
And so we got the bank to agree. It was a, it was a Fannie Mae mortgage, but Fannie, you know, in general, the first lien holder will offer $6,000 or 10% of the second's balance, whichever is less. And since they're, they're in first lien position, they control the, they control everything. But this, this uh, county, they said, no, we want $40,000. So it's like, you're going to go up against the, the federal government, mate. I don't think that's going to happen here. It's not going to happen. And so we went back and forth with them and they're bureaucrats or they're local bureaucrats and everything. We, we basically had to set up a uh, campaign to, to people to start contacting these local officials in the council to tell them that because they're being so intransigent and stupid that this poor family is going to be thrown out in the street and with nothing, you know, because they were going to get down payments, they were going to get a relocation incentive from the home from from Fannie from Fannie at closing, and uh, it took us three months, but letter campaigns and all this stuff, that, and we finally got them to budge. There was they it felt like you know what this is bad PR for us, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and they they made an exception for us or whatever, and there was such uh, like. We did it because and it was so much fun because we had to come up with a creative solution, right? Because if we had just said, okay, we're done. That's it. We tried. I'm sorry, Mr. Homeowner. We couldn't help you. But we said, no, we're going to fight this thing. We're going to, there's got to be a way to do it. And then we realized, okay, what are politicians most afraid of? Bad press. And so we talked about how this, and we're going to start putting, you know, we're, we're going to be talking to journalists. We're going to be talking to TV, all this stuff. Do you really want this? It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be everywhere. And they said, you know what? Maybe we'll just go ahead and, and change our policy for this one time, right? So, um, but it took us a year, but we got it done. And, wow, that's a, you know, it was a, a nice, story. nice deal. Yeah. But that's why, that's why 20 years later, I still love short sales. Because you're always finding challenges that you have to overcome. Keeps you young. It also makes you gray because of all the stress. But it, it, it's fun. It, I really love that about it. But yes, but we got it to work. And you know the homeowner, the homeowners were able to, uh, you know, have a, a softer landing by helping them get you know money for to move and and to get you know down down put money down for a rental. And that's really what that's who we were fighting for. That's what I was saying before. You know, if you're if you're you want to try to do short sales on your own? Do you think you could have done that? Your homeowner would have been on the street with nothing. You know, let us do that hard work because that's what we're good at. And then everybody wins. It's a win-win for everybody. It's not just about you trying to make money. We're going to be holistic here and help our client because they're our clients. Yeah, that's that's an amazing story. What was the reaction from the from the um, homeowner? Like that you did that went oh. for them? Were they just amazed? They they said we can't believe you did it. She says we we figured we we tried to talk to the county ourselves and they basically were rude and told us to pound sand. We were just deadbeats, you know. And uh, he says it was, it was amazing what you did. They just kept going on and on and on about it, you know. So um, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a miracle for them. Yeah, that that's when you need an expert on your side, and you can't just not know what you're doing and doing that. I mean, you've gone above and beyond, and you know, like basically put pressure on the on the councillor. So that's amazing. I, I've had um, a situation where I had to deal with with the council, and I had to hire someone to speak to them. I mean, that's how hard it is. So mm -hmm. you've you've actually that would have been like you said that that would have been like a campaign, wouldn't it? You would have been fighting a campaign against 
you know, that that's that's yeah. next level. Now, obviously, every not all of them are like that, but what you're saying is, yeah. you know, you'll take the easy ones, but you're prepared to do the hard work on the hard ones because that's your business is getting people out of these situations and you're committed to that. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a great story. I, I, um, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And uh, as a homeowner, I'd, I'd just be, you know, you'd be on my Christmas list for, for the rest of my life. You'd be getting a Christmas card for the rest <laughs> of my life for getting me out of that. Right. That's another thing. Oh, that 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 uh, that video is on my YouTube channel, by the way. Yeah, look yeah. for insanity, in, insanity in Sarasota. That's the name of the video in my YouTube. Awesome. Channel. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to go and check it out, and I advise everyone to go and check that out because that's that's one of the. I mean, those stories are fantastic when you hear that in real estate that somebody goes beyond above and beyond to really serve the client, and that's the human side of it, isn't it? I know a few other people that have got people out of foreclosure and done that, and and it's just an amazing story, you know, to. Because it, you know, like we say, it is good to get the easy ones, but sometimes you got to you got to dig deep and you've got to um, go through. Like you said, that took twelve months. That's um, that's a yes. big commitment. So, um, and once again, I mean, it just builds credibility with your business. You're, you're known as the guy that will make it happen, and you won't give up. So that you know right. that will build. And like you said, if anyone sees that video, they're going to say, right, if I need something done, I'm going to go and see Don. So that that's good advice for people getting into the business is have that integrity, and and really work for for your clients. You know, really really um, work hard for them. So no, thanks for sharing. Oh, that. And, and by the way, and by the way, just as a postscript, that was a referral from a beginner investor. That was his first deal he ever got done, and he got paid on. And he says, "I can't believe you did it." You know, and uh, and that really now he's that got that changed his whole life. Now he's he, he believes. And now he's working and he's got his stuff going and he's he's out there hustling. And, and he says, that was a life-changing experience for me. He says, you, what you did for me was it changed my life. Now I know I can do this. So there's that aspect of it as well. Yeah, no, that's amazing. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, what I'll do is I really appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man. You've got a, a lot of short sales to get out there yep. and get done. And, uh, uh, you know, I think when I spoke a couple of weeks ago, you're on the road. Um, so you work hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not all um, rainbows and unicorns for you. You actually get out there in the trenches and you work hard. So I'll let you go. Yeah. Really appreciate um, you coming in and and just um, you know just dispelling a few myths about short sales and actually pointing out to people, you know, you're available. Um, it, you know, yeah, make you a part of their business. Make you the you know Don's the the go to guy when it comes to short sales. So so utilize him. So. All right, beautiful. I appreciate it, Don. And um, thank you. I appreciate your time. And yeah, keep going out there doing the good work. And uh, I'm going to check that video out. And uh, thanks, thanks to uh, having Don on. We've, you know, people have been thunderstruck. They've had a few gold nuggets dropped there. So um, I wish you the best heading into 2022. And um, I'm sure you'll be out there doing good work. So I, I advise people to, if you're interested in this, you know, reach out, reach out to Don. Check his uh, content out, educate yourself, and then maybe try and see if you can team up with him in a market somewhere across the US next year. All right. Thank you very much. I look forward to I'll work with anybody. Just bring it to me and we can we can make money. All right, great. No worries. Well, we'll sign off, Don, and um, we'll say goodbye to everyone. And uh, well done. Appreciate it. Thank you.